how to manage your emotions, right? When you lose $150,000 in a single night. And then what's going to happen is that during a crisis, you're going to make more money than you have ever, ever imagined. And that's a story that's going to be told today by Rashwin. So if that intrigues you, make sure you stay behind for this episode. Okay guys, welcome to another episode of the Modern Wealth Podcast where we aim to empower, enrich and evolve your mindset and today I'm back here again sitting in this chair that means I got another shot at this interview of getting the job from this man right here Okay, but jaw jokes aside, today's episode is going to be so key, so important because we are going to talk about you know, Rash, you know, his mindset about money, his up and downs in his trades and what his top process are when he's actually doing all the trade spend. So today, this is so important that you watch throughout the whole episode and at the end of it, there might be a special announcement for a special giveaway. So don't forget to watch all the way because this is going to be a smashing episode. So Resh, welcome back to your own show. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be on my own show. Let's get going. All right, Actually, man, let's bro, get going. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very excited for today, right? Like yeah. today's uh, entire topic is going to be about, you know, money mindset. It's going to be about strategies, about my outlook and stuff. I got so much to share, man. You know, I'm waiting to go. So yeah, let's get started. Let's get started. You know, okay. So, so Resh, before we even go into the meat of everything that yes. goes in, right? Yes. You know, we've been running boot camps for the past one year plus right now yes, and yes, we have yes. like thousands and thousands of students who yes. are potentially going to be watching this episode. Absolutely. And one of the key things that you always say in class is that bro or sister or if you're a lady watching that you dare to sit down with me for 15 minutes or not. Right? Mm-hmm. You sit down with me for 15 minutes I can tell you whether you can make it. Yes. So today I'm the guinea pig I'm sitting right right <laughs> you brother right so how's the process go actually like what, what do you actually ask or see that person uh, for the 15 minutes when you sit down with them whether they make it or not in you know in trading okay. or in money management sure that kind of stuff. so first and foremost yeah all right first and foremost i always mention this one thing i always mention this one thing right strategy you can learn right risk management money uh, risk management for example you can learn mindset is something that is uh, something that you are brought up with you know, all of us have different yeah. beliefs. We are brought up with different uh, ways that we are brought up about money, right? Like you, your, your parents might have taught you something, yeah. right? Like, you know, uh, because of your relationship with your partner, you might have some beliefs about money. Yeah. Right? And these are deep-rooted. Eh? Mm-hmm. These are deep-rooted from the time you were a child, from the time you were three, four years old. There were beliefs that were deposited into you by your parents, by your, whoever brought you up about money. Right? Things like money doesn't grow on trees. You think money fall from the sky. Right? Well, it's not something I gonna test out. <laughs> no, no, but it's all normal. Everybody knows these things, right? Like, you know, hey, you think money is so, so easy to earn, is it? Right? Yeah. You must work very hard. You must work very hard. So, all these things that people inherently believe of money, mm. are they true? I believe the correct answer is not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, we all have these beliefs and these beliefs determine what our relationship with money, right? Okay. If you believe that money is very, very hard to earn, then guess what? Money will be very, very hard for you to come, for, for you to get, right? What we think if, is what we get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you believe that money is abundant and money is easy for me to achieve, then that will be your reality. But mm. if you really are insistent that money is hard to earn, then bro, see, uh, the thing which I always ask people is this, yeah. right? Is that a fact or is that a belief? Mm. Ask yourself this one question, uh, is it a fact or is it a belief? Wow, trading, uh, lose money, uh. Mm. is that a fact 
Or is that a belief? If I trade, I can't scam one. Is that a fact? But people make beliefs become facts in their lives. Let's, let's repeat that again. Huh? People make beliefs into facts in their life. Yes. People make beliefs become facts in their lives, right? So, you know, for example, people tell, you know, people say, oh, yeah, trading, uh, sure, lose money, one, uh, right? Yeah. They say this kind of things, for example. That's a belief. That's not a fact, bro. Mm. Right? It's a belief. But then they make it a fact in their life. So if they even attempt to try, yeah. they will lose, uh, because you've already painted the reality, or you already believe that, you see? Yeah. Right? So when I talk to people, when I, when I hear these things that they say, I can know the reality already. Mm. Right? I'll share you an example. Recently, there's a guy who joined the bootcamp. Right? Recently, there's a guy who joined. Right? Even before he started class, uh, he sent me this list of messages saying that, wow, how he cannot scam here and there, here's, wow, cannot scam. So in his belief and because of his past bad experiences, yeah. he already has a guarded wall. He already knows that. He already feels that everything is a scam. Wow, I should cannot scam. Wow, I cannot scam seven times, bro. Wow, rash. Mm. You know, wow, hopefully you're not a scam. Bro, you know, even before the class started, uh, in my head, I was like, this guy cannot make it. Mm. Cannot. Right? He's letting all his past beliefs, right? Don't let the pains of your past poison your future. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Right. So when, when he had all his beliefs and all these walls build up, yeah. I knew he cannot succeed already. Yeah. So these are the inherent first things that I will actually look for in a person, right? So unconsciously ask yourself, are you saying these kind of things to yourself? Mm. Wow, hey, every time I look at charts, uh, wow, I cannot la. Wow, la, charts very difficult for me. Uh. Mm. Hey, Rash, wow, mathematics, I see number, uh, wow, very difficult for me, right? So when people say these kind of things, again, I know that is true for you, mm. right? But it will not serve you if you keep repeating yeah. these statements. Yeah, yeah. If you keep repeating these statements, yeah, sure, chance challenging for you. But how can you change that conversation to, in your head, hey, I can become better at this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It opens up your mind so much more than immediately closing yourself off. So initially, when I talk to a person, when I hear what they are saying, I already know whether they have inherent beliefs that will sabotage themselves. So what stops people from winning, winning in trading? Uh, it is themselves, you know. It is not the markets or not whatever. It's really their inherent inner beliefs about money. So you must get that story right in your head first. And when that's right in your head first, then success will come. Mm. Right? And it's a journey, uh, bro. Right? It's a journey. Why? Because, bro, these beliefs are in you for the last 25 years. In, in you for the last 40 years, 40, 50 years old. These are beliefs that your grandfather gave to you 50 years ago. You think easy to get rid of, man? No, not easy. Yeah. Right? So how? The question is now how? Exactly, that's going to be my next question. So how? You, you, you make it sound as though, you know, it's because it's really so deep-rooted, we already have all this BS in our... Uh, by the way, BS means belief system. Huh? Yeah. It's not what you are thinking. Okay? It's also <laughs> bullshit that you have in your head. Yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> but, but then, like, like exactly like that, how? You know, it's so difficult. And many of the people who may be watching this, right, especially if they have not been through some form of training or whatever, they be like, but... It's in me, but that's the first inherent reaction that mm. I will have. Mm-hmm. Then how, how will you like, suggest that they change? Very simple, right? Very simple. Yeah. Dudes, uh, just to give you some context, I came from a family uh, who told me just that money is very hard to earn. You need to work very, very, very hard. You know, I, I, saw, I, saw, my fa- I saw my own dad work crazy hours, public holiday also work, New Year Day also work, Christmas also work, mm. right? Why? Because you come back and tell me, you think money is so hard to earn. Ah. So easy to earn. Ah. I need to work very, very hard. Oh, Allah, I came through all these different things, yeah. right? 
So, you know, I wasn't born from an entrepreneur's mindset or whatever it is, right? But I was very, very lucky that very early in my life, I got exposed yep. to material, to books, to mentors, mm. to programs that really opened up a whole new realm of beliefs for me. Okay. Then I asked myself, do I want to adopt my old past beliefs or do I want to now adopt these new beliefs? Can mm. I share with you one very good one? Of one course, very, very good one. One of the first books that I read that changed my life was Rich Dad Dad. In Rich Dad Dad, there's one sentence uh, that Robert Kiyosaki says, mm. which I freaking love. In the entire book, there's one thing. Okay, I remember a lot of things like in the book. But there's, <laughs> if there's one thing that I remember from the book uh, is this. He said, instead of changing, instead of saying, I can't afford this, mm. ask yourself, how? how can I afford this? You see, when yeah. you say, I can't afford this immediately, cannot lah. The door is shut. The door is, door is shut, bro. Ferrari, I cannot afford this lah. Yeah. Ask yourself, hey, how can I afford this? At least now your mind is open to think about ideas about what you can do to achieve it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Right? So I this is an example of one of the mindset shifts. Yeah. I did another program that to me was life-changing. That program, guys, if you ever get the chance, please go attend it. It's called Millionaire Mind Intensive. Mm. MMI. 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 It is, it is, it is uh, founded by this guy called T. Half Ecker. Yeah. And he wrote this absolutely brilliant book as well, which I highly, highly encourage. If you can go and pick it up, go and pick it up. Do you know what the book is called? I don't remember. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Yeah. Right? So he wrote this book, T. Half Ecker. T. Half Ecker, guys, father of personal development, father of unlocking the money mindset. Mm. Right? Please go and attend, go and read this book, man. Seriously, if you need some grilling on your mindset on money, go and read this book. Yeah, shout out to uh, Richard and Veronica. Still... Actively bringing the event yes, into Singapore. absolutely yeah. bringing the event in Singapore. But this event, uh, oh Allah, I tell you, it was game-changing, right? So they talked about concepts with regards to I am a money magnet. Yeah. Money comes to me easily and abundantly, yeah. right? I have massive passive income, mm. right? So there was this entire list that we have, right? Declarations mm. and all these yeah. things. Then I was there, I was broke and whatever, and declaring these things, bro. Declaring these things, <laughs> I have multiple streams of income. Money will come to me easily and abundantly and all these things. Yeah. And it took time, right? But I, I, I made a decision. I said, I want to adopt these new sets of beliefs in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I want to adopt these new sets of beliefs in my life. And I'm going to make these beliefs become ingrained in me. So it took work, it took effort. You see, for many, many years, you might have wrong beliefs. You might be around people who are very, very negative. You might be around people who believe all these negative things, yeah. right? But guess what? You're not a tree. You can always move. By watching this video, by consuming this information, by choosing what you read and choosing what you consume, then day by day, you will see yourself changing. So true, so true. So basically, that's what's up, yeah. man. And if you solve that, then trading also becomes different. Mm. then the way you approach trading also becomes very different. The way you see money losing and whatever also becomes different. You see what I'm saying? Right? So it all starts with this. And if inherently you have very, very bad beliefs about money, about you know, how it can be earned and everything, then uh, you cannot make it. Lah. That's so true. I mean, I, I, I especially love the part about declaration and stuff. I mean, for those of you who have been following our channels, you'll see that in almost every other episode that we, we hosted or we talk about, we always make declarations, right? We're going to achieve this, we're going to do this. And that's the reason why we are putting it out there, right? Because if you're putting it out there, our question is, 
how am I going to make sure that I get there? Mm. Uh, that's, that's the way our mind kind of like is framed to, wired to work right now. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, so as a new trader, is it, is it going to be right to say, because to be fair, I'm also a relatively uh, new trader as yes. compared to, to yourself, right? Yeah. So whenever I, that's, that's, everyone's going to have winning trades and losing trades, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever I have a losing trade mm-hmm. or even a winning trade per se, is it then the way that I should approach the question is, oh, I lose money, right? That's not, that's the wrong way, right? That's the wrong way. Mm. But the way that I should approach it is, Alama, how can I avoid it from happening again? Mm. How can I uh, make my trip better? Mm. Is that the, the mindset or the frame that you, even yourself, ask okay. when you... So very simple, right? Okay, what is investing? What is trading? Yeah. Okay. Investing in, tra- in, in trading is very simply taking on a level of risk in exchange for a potential reward. Yep. In, in essence, it is that. I don't care what you're doing, whether it's crypto, stocks, you know, properties, whatever. Mm. I'm exchanging a level of risk for a future potential reward. Yeah. I'm risking $1,000. I'm risking $10,000 in hopes, in whatever, that hopefully my return in the future is higher. Correct? Yeah. So that's, we establish that as number one. All right? So again, you must, number one, be educated on the risk they are taking. Right. Number one, you must be educated on the risk they are taking. Okay. Is that risk they are taking, is it an educated guess or not? Right? Mm. Or is it just a, you know, hantam. my hantam, you know, my friend Wait. tell me anyhow. Yeah. Do you understand the risk they are taking, right? So we all, I, always say, I always say this, risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. Mm. If you're a complete idiot, you don't know what you're doing, then it's very, very risky. Mm. If you know what you're doing, then it can be different. It can be mitigated. Mm. Right? Risk will always be there, but we are exchanging this for that. Right? So number one, first and foremost, always get educated. Right. So how do you look at losses? I always share this in my class. There is no such things as wins or losses. Mm. For me, it is framed as it's only winnings or learnings. Winning or learning. Winning or yeah. learning, right? It's not win or lose, it's win or learn. Right? So if you tell yourself that, hey, look, I will lose, right? Because sometimes in this game where you exchange some level of risk for a potential reward, understand is one thing. There will be times where the risk happens to you where you happen mm. to lose. You must understand something. If you do decide to go down this path of investing or trading, you will confirm lose one lah. Mm. got such thing as everyday win. Cannot. It's impossible. Mm. If you want to do that, then, you know, everyday get money and then go get a job, you know. Even that also is risky. Yeah, you right? might get fired. You, right? you might get fired. Yeah. You never know, right? Yeah. But very simply, if you do endeavour to come to this path, if you do come to our side, right, mm. you are exchanging a lot of risk and you must understand that that risk can happen. You can lose. Mm. Do you understand? Right? So if you cannot accept that, then don't trade. Right, again, some people get in and they realize that, oh, I lose, I very, I cannot take it. Then they don't do lah. Then it's not for you. It's not for you, right? Is it, is it meant for everybody? The answer is no. Mm. Some people just inherently cannot take it. Yeah. They see five dollar lose, wah, they buy song. If you're that kind of person, then don't waste time lah. Mm. Right, just don't waste time. This is not for you, right? You can go and work in a job and you know do whatever you want to do, yeah. right? But if it, if that's you, that's not. So again, winning or learning. And again, the framing of losing into yeah. oh, I lose money into, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I do better, right? That's very, very important. So for me, you know, in, in life, I, I never ever, you know, of course, dude, I've lost money before. Yeah. <laughs> I lost money in the tunes of, uh, you know, six figures or more, right? I'm going to go into that in a bit, yeah. Yeah, dude, dude, yeah. dude, 100%. You know, I felt upset. I felt depressed about losing money before. Yeah. But I always dust myself off and I always then reframe the question to, how can I? Do better, next do better next time. What can I learn from this? And automatically, when you have that mindset, uh, wow, everything changes. Eh? Mm. I really feel everything changes. Mm. Right? Then, you know, the, the lens is very, very different. Right? Very, very important. So, so on this note, right, I mean, 
Okay lah, I mean, like you said, you know, if you cannot take losing, uh, you cannot manage the risk, or you feel that the risk is not up to you, then the advice is very simply, then this is not for you. Not for you, yes. Right? This is not for you, right? So, again, I, I, I think we are very, very clear in uh, whatever that we do, in the way that we, we conduct ourselves to our students. We have never said that, you know, this is a 100% gain kind of thing, because it's not, right? Mm. We can always, I, I remember one of the things that, uh, when I learned from like yourself, from Kelvin, some of our most amazing coaches. And the one thing that kept repeating itself was that, you know, we can be doing everything right. The analysis, the, the way that we, we figure the charts, uh, the way that we, we predict is right, but the market can pull a fast one on you yes. and go the other way. And, so, and that's why you can never get a 100% anyway. Nope. Right? So if you are looking for a quick bar, you are looking for... Uh, sure win thing you know this is definitely not the game or the, the, the future that you're looking for that's one but going through that whole roller coaster of like oh don't know whether I can get or not it's a whole plethora of you know emotions yep. so now I want to ask a little bit more about like you know, the emotions that you have experienced yourself mm. right I mean given the level that you're trading you must yes. have experienced highs and you say you lost money you have yes. lows as well yes, yes. so what are some of these emotions that people can expect yeah. and as traders one of the things that you also say is that you know the biggest thing that will can control you is your emotion mm. and how do we leverage on emotion to make us better okay so very very simple right so again, you must understand. Everyone wants to make more money, lah. Oh, yeah, make money. Course. Who doesn't want to make money? Ah, yeah, yeah. oh, millionaire. Yes, I want to be millionaire, right? Everybody wants that. But you must also understand the level of uh, risk and the amount of emotions you can take. Okay, one thing I really believe in is you must invest. <laughs> you you must invest, yeah. right? In today's world, if you're working in Singapore, you're not investing. You're an idiot, right? The reason why you're an idiot is because you will be begging. Like you know, seriously, right? Inflation and everything. You need to learn to be an investor, right? You need to invest your money somewhere. Yeah. Right. You have to. If not, you cannot keep up. Yeah. And, right? and by the way, putting money in the bank is not investing, guys. Yes. <laughs> so you need to way. you need to invest. You need to invest your money, right? But again, you know, with investing, there's different levels to it as well. Yeah, okay, Rash, you know, I want to go high high stakes. I want to, you know, mm -hmm. really grow my money very fast. Then obviously, you have to take a little bit more risk, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, you can start off with something small, for example, right? What is the most basic? I share with you all. Can I share? Right? So the most basic thing that anybody and everybody should do, right, is to very simply open up an Endow Us account, you know, a very simple account with whatever brokerage, for example. Endow Us does this, uh, you know, shout out to them, right? But very, very simply to dollar cost average into the S&P 500, okay? okay? Before we do that, I just have to do a disclaimer first, right? We are, whatever that we talk about on this show later and before, it's not a discovery to buy or sell. Always do your own due diligence. But I think what's important for us is that we want to share our own, uh, <laughs> own experience yes. right, so that you can learn better. But always exercise your own due diligence. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. Very important. <laughs> but very simply, the most, the minimal you have to do is to invest in. Uh, the most basic uh, yeah. is investing in the S&P 500. What the hell is this S&P 500 thing, Rash? I don't understand. Very simply, S&P 500 is a collection, a basket of 500 of the strongest companies in the world today, right? Mm. And traditionally, over the last 100 years, long term, it always goes up. There is ups and downs and whatever else, but in the long term, it always goes up. You have to. That's the basic thing, right? Mm. Like, why does it always go up? It's because, very simple, number one, first things first, right? These companies are always reflecting the best companies. Yep. So if companies not performing, they're replaced. Yeah. And number two, inflation. These companies charge more, higher for increased prices. As people pay more, these companies make more profits, prices rise. That's mm. it, it's inflation. 
right? So traditionally, always goes up, right? The simplest thing you can do to grow your excess money is to put it in a low-cost index fund, okay? This is advised not by me, it's advised, it's advised by Tony Robbins, it's advised by Warren Buffett, it's advised by, you know, Warren Buffett even said this, he said that 80% uh, of people are better off just investing in a low-cost index fund as opposed to picking stocks themselves. Mm. Most basic, please go and do that. Mm. You have to invest. Mm. If you want to keep up today living in Singapore, bro, you must invest, do that at least. Right? Your future self will thank you for it. At least you can retire without having to worry. Right? Don't just depend on your savings. Right? You have to do that. Okay, that's basically number one. Mm. What's the question actually? Uh? Our question was like the, the, about the emotions as well. Okay, the emotions. But, but you okay. were sharing about okay. like what is like investing. So, okay, so, so, so yeah. emotions. So this is very little emotions. You don't need to worry. Yeah. Right? This is the least amount of emotions. Right? You really don't have to worry. It's very simple, right? It's very, very simple. Just do it on a monthly basis, right? If it comes down, you buy, right? But the time frame is you're looking at it on a longer long, time basis, right? Frame, yeah. uh, not, not say very, very long, as in every year, it generally goes up and mm. everything, right? But yeah, longer time frame, right? five, 10 years, for example. Very little emotions, pretty simple. You're not going to see like, oh, massive drops or whatever yeah. it is. You know, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward, right? So that's basically number one in terms of investing, mm. okay? If you choose to participate in anything else, if you choose to participate in buying selected stocks, I want to buy Amazon stock, I want to buy Apple stock, I want to buy Bitcoin. All of this is a lot more risk. Why? Because these are all individual entities, individual companies that have possibility to go to zero. Mm. Right? So if I buy Apple today, can it go to zero? Who knows? Maybe. Mm. Right? If next year somebody, somebody comes up to absolutely crush the iPhone, which is unlikely, but if that happens, then jalat. Mm. Right? So anything else beyond that is you must take educated guess. Yep. Right? So that's basically number one. Right? And of course, if you want to take the next level of risk, for example, but if you're starting out, so it depends. Okay, so the next thing is, uh, do I have capital? Or do I not have capital? Mm -hmm. right? So if you're starting out, as, like, like me, for example, right? like starting out small, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of money when I start, started out, then, the, I, then basically the only thing that you can really, really do to really grow is by, you know, of course, investing in yourself, businesses. I'm talking about investing. Huh? Yeah, investing yeah, yeah. Stocks and cryptocurrencies. Okay. And these are the, why is that? These are the two. Why? Because you can get started with $100. Okay. Right? The quantum to get started is literally nothing. You can start an account, you can open an account, you can start investing. If you have $100, also you can start. Mm. If I have $100, bucks, I can buy Apple stock. Mm. If I have $100, I can buy Bitcoin. I can buy Ethereum. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? So that's how you can get started. Okay? But if you have a small amount of money, right? This is my advice. This is what I really truly believe in. If you have a small amount of money, and you really truly want to grow it exponentially, you must look to invest in exponential assets. Okay, so let's repeat that again. Uh. If you are having a little or minimal capital mm. and you want to be able to grow that, then you have you should potentially look into exponential assets. Yes. And what yeah, do I mean by exponential yeah. assets? So, you know, you might have heard of this terminology called blue chip stocks. Mm. Right? Blue chip stocks very simply is like uh, DBS Bank, right? Uh, OCBC, right? Apple, Google, these are all blue chip, strong companies, great, but they're going to do 10, 15% a year, right? If you have $100, you get 10% a year, <laughs> can't do jack shit. Right? Your co coffee costs more than that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you can grow anything, it doesn't make sense, right? Even if you start with $1,000, 10% a year, bro, what are you going to do, bro? $100, you know, bro, you go one high tea, I'll finish already. 
you cannot do anything, right? You go high the you go in negative, bro. <laughs> you go negative. Uh, you go negative. Right? Money gone. Yeah, money gone. Bro, that is after one year, brother. <laughs> that's after one year. <laughs> oh, that is ten dollar, ten dollar a month, bro. Don't waste time, lah. Cannot. Yeah. You have to invest in things that can grow your money exponentially. Exponentially means you know what can grow your money two times, five times, ten mm. times, for example. Yeah. Right. And to be able to do that, you need to understand what instruments can you there, right? Uh, you know, uh, what instruments can I use? Can I utilize it? Like for me, the way I really grew my money exponentially initially was through options. Options. So now we are talking about another instrument yes. uh, apart from stocks and crypto, yes. right? Yeah. So that's a derivative of stocks. Yeah. Right? It's a derivative of stocks, right? Which I use to really scale and grow, right? Mm. So options essentially uses a leverage upon the stocks to be able to buy long data options where you can basically you can basically grow your money a lot faster, right? Mm. So I utilize options. Uh, buying of options and also effective selling of options to collect income and really grow my money, mm. right? So I wasn't just depending on the stock price to go up, but with options, I could use element of leverage to really grow it. Mm. So I learned how to do it really well. I became a master in options and I was able to scale and grow my portfolio because of the power of options, okay. right? That was how I initially grew my first pot of gold, okay, right? Okay. And then my second big pot of gold came from crypto, right? Cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies is the riskiest asset, right? Talk about risk assets. Cryptocurrency is in the wild, wild west, baby. Yeah. <laughs> as, as of recording today, it's still the wild, wild west. It right? is yeah. still in the wild west. You have, you know, 90% of tokens that are cowboy tokens, right? Yeah. It's wild, wild west. It's crazy town, right? Money is made in the millions. Money is lost in the millions, right? But again, is there potential? Absolutely, 100%. So you got to know what you're buying, you got to know what are rock pools, you know, all these things. You got to get educated. You got to get educated, right? But again, you have many places, you know, back when I started, like properly, I started, uh, you know, I started Play Play in 2017. I properly got started in 2020-2021. And, you know, my portfolio, when I invested in these coins, they helped bring my portfolio to a 20x return, right? Which yeah. was... You started investing in crypto in 2021? 2017. 2017. But that was just, you know. Testing out the testing, market, testing yeah. the waters. But from then to now, you have 20x your portfolio. Yes, yes, yes. From Easily. cryptocurrencies. From cryptocurrencies, yes. Wow. At least, minimally lah, bro. Yeah. 20x, right? Which is pretty insane, right? But again, that was from, you know, investing during the bull market, really growing up like crazy. Mm. And that was just simply buying spot. Mm. Okay, so what a spot means, spot very simply is just buying the actual underlying tokens, right? Just buying the yeah. underlying actual tokens and you could really grow it like crazy, right? As of right now, we have evolved our strategy to utilize a bit of futures as well. Yeah. We're able to, you know, add on some juice, add on some firepower mm. with using some leverage to be able to really grow it. Again, yeah. you want to do that, you need to get educated. Absolutely. Because if you're not educated, bro, it can blow in your face. Right, so again, disclaimer, with strategies that you really want to dig deep into, my number one thing is find a mentor, find somebody who's actually been there, done that. Don't just go and do it yourself because there's a lot of things that you won't know. Mm. Right, I'm telling you, man, you have to get educated, find somebody who can guide you properly, then you go and do it. Mm. Right, so, uh, you know, and again, if you understand how to use these, these, these instruments, like options like futures, it can really help you to boom. Right, it can really help you to grow next level. Right, thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. I've seen so many students who have done that. Yeah, and and just to be very open here, of course, for those of you watching this, you will know that we have our own program. But uh, as Rash will be saying this, like when we say find a mentor, it doesn't need to be us. It could be someone that you know, someone who is knowledgeable in the subject that you trust, you can fight with. But the key message that we want to bring across is that you must be educated. Yes. Because when you are not educated, 
you are taking risk. Yes. But then if you're educated at the very least, it's a mitigated risk. risk. Yes, right? absolutely. But but Raj, I want to come from a position uh, where right now, let's assume that I'm a, I'm a new trader, right? I'm someone who, bro, I only have $1,000 left, mm. right? And I listen to you, I, I'm putting my 1000 you know, mm. to invest. Mm. It's, that's it, you know, that's my life. Mm. Right? So naturally, if I'm putting my life savings into whatever that I'm doing, mm. my emotions are going to go wow. Mm. No, mm. that's why I, I cannot afford to raise $5. Bro, I understand when you say $5 is like kacang putih, uh, sorry, it means very little, right? Mm. Uh, but, but to me, the $5 make a lot of difference in my life. Mm, mm, mm. Right? And I, when I make another $10, it's, it also makes a difference in my mm, life in, mm, in that mm. sense. So, like, how would you advise someone who might be in that situation to, to do and how can he or she you know, control this emotion a lot better? Okay, very good question. If the person comes to me and tells me that $1,000 is really all they have left, yeah. my answer very simply is go get a job. Bro, don't waste time, bro. Don't yeah. like, go, go and drive taxi or do something, go get a job, right? Like, you un- at least understand something. Whenever you choose to invest, you must invest what you can afford to lose. If you cannot afford to lose, don't even do. Mm. That's it, right? So if you come, you decide to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I want to put aside $1,000 to try and trade cryptocurrencies, for example. You are now saying, in essence, I am ready to lose the $1,000, mm. right? See, the person comes to me with their mindset, for example, yeah. this is CMI, cannot make it. <laughs> don't even talk to me, cannot make it. Don't waste your time. The market is not here for you to, cannot make it. Bye-bye, see you. Yeah. Don't do it. Right? Yeah. Very, very simple. Again, invest only, invest what you can afford to lose, especially to do with crypto, right? 100%. Yeah. You know, it, it, again, uh, bro, I share with you something. You know, recently, a guy, again, uh, everybody has different mindsets, mm-hmm. uh, right? But recently, a guy came to me and he was like, cool, Rash, I have 100 grand now to really, you know, grow it, right? But he came to me and honestly, he, he and you can tell the, the truth in his eyes, uh, which was like, look, you know, this 100,000, you know, whatever happens, it doesn't matter, bro. Mm. Right? Whatever, like, again, bro, everybody has different context, right? But he came to me and tell me, hey, 100,000 doesn't matter what happens, right? As in, if it goes to shit, it goes to shit, it's fine. Right? Like, I'm, but I'm here to really grow this 100 grand, and I want to hit $1 million and above. I look at him, I hear that, I'm like, let's go. Right? Why? Because it's an amount that he is willing to put aside. The attitude, very simply, is I'm here to not just anyhow throw, and not just anyhow gamble, but it's an amount I'm willing to put aside. So if that's very clear, and that amount can be whatever amount it is for you, right? Whether yeah. it be 10 grand or 5 grand or $1,000. But if you have that mindset and you have that mindset first, then bro, then I can help you, mm. right? But if the emotions is very hard with regards to, wow, cannot lah, cannot, then very difficult, mm. right? So, you know, I, I love the sharing by Bernard, right? So whenever you place a trade, you put a stop loss, for example, the mindset immediately is, this is the amount that I'm willing to lose. Yeah. yeah. And if you have that, then easy. Then it, it solves a lot of the issue. Then a lot of the emotional burden goes away. Of course, nobody likes to lose, lah, right? But you must understand, again, like I said, you're exchanging a risk for a potential reward, mm. right? Ultimately, if all goes to shit, you're still okay, bro, I won't die. It's, it's a fine, it's a good, it's an okay amount. Then you're good to go, right? But if, if that amount is something that causes you anxiety and everything, then bro, cannot make it. Okay. Right? So, so it comes down to your level of uh, attachment towards the money. The more, the less you are attached to it, the more you can let it grow. Okay. So, so just to bring this point quite squarely across to the viewers right now, is that if you are in a state where you cannot even take care of yourself, please go and take care of yourself first. Don't mm. think about all this get-rich-quicks or 
you know, I'm going to turn this small amount of money into a big amount of money. Don't, don't think about such thing. Take care of yourself first. Get a job. Stabilize first, right? That's, that's number one. And number two is that whenever we are looking to invest a certain amount of money, we should be having that mindset that, you know, whatever money that I'm setting aside to invest, I am prepared to lose, mm. right? And if you are able to have that mindset, the journey will be a lot more comfortable. Yes. In terms of like the controlling the emotions and everything, right? Now, I would say that listening across the table right now, if I were to put myself in a new trader, which I am, right? And I were to think, but Rash, say only, very easy, you know. Yeah, I can tell myself 5,000, 1,000, or I'm okay, right? But 5,000, 9,000, I can just, okay, lah. You know, we invest and then we see how it goes. Say only. But when I actually put in a trade, mm. wow, and then I see the number, wow, fluctuate up and down, up and mm. down, you know, mm. there's always still that anxiety, that yes. anxiety yes. you know, that, 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 that wave of mm. uh, euphoria or, or, or loss mm. when, it, when it happens. Right? Then mm. what is your experience? How would you advise a newbie trader to, to any other additional advice, I would say? Okay, very, very simple. Yeah. I understand exactly what you're saying, bro. I've been there, done that, right? Yeah. So I can share you something. Uh, professionals. Professionals. Uh, ice cold. They don't ice go, cold. They, they, professionals uh, don't have feeling on. <laughs> they really got no feeling, right? Like serious, no joke. Uh, how I know that fella is a professional mm. is where he doesn't go like, yeah. hey, bro, watch, go and watch top poker players, bro. Go and watch, bro. These are the, you can go and watch, if you watch professional poker, dude, ice cold, right? That is the end state. How do you get there? Practice. Practice. Practice, right? Like, how do you build that, you know, the level of like, how rash, how you, how, how you so chill, for example. Yeah. The only reason why I'm chill is because I've done this for so long, I know how it works. I know like, you know, losses are temporary. I know wins, you know, can come, they can go. I know the game, right? Mm. Like, how do you build that for yourself? It takes time, lo, right? No choice. You have to go through the initial phase where you feel like, you know, scared or whatever else, right? Like, oh, the, you know, it's out there to get me. You know, all that feelings you will have, but it takes time and after a while, your, you get you build nerves of steel, your balls get bigger, <laughs> you get more used to it. It's just another day in the park, right? That's, that's basically what it is. So again, bro, um, it takes time. It takes time. All right, man. And it takes time for us to grow the channel too. So if you like the content so far, remember to like, comment, and subscribe, okay? Turn on the notification bell because we are spending a lot of time right, to pass all this important message to everybody that is watching this and our goal really is to make sure that you get educated so that you mitigate the risk and you will be able to succeed uh, as well because the truth is we want more people to succeed together with us mm. that's really what we want to be able to achieve here so in the upcoming segment later we are going to talk about rash biggest losses as well as his biggest wins and all and his emotions and also uh, more interestingly i want to be able to peer into his mind on how he analyzes his trades, you know, and how he actually identifies all these things given his years of experience. So if that is something that truly excites you, right, continue watching. You will get right back after this short intermission. All right, welcome back to this second segment of this very special episode of Modern Wealth Podcast where I am hosting, just to be very clear, and the boss man is on the chair being interviewed, right? But this segment is so key because I think this, we want to talk about something that we have never really talked about before, which is about Rash's biggest wins as well as his biggest losses. And more importantly to me as a new trader, I want to understand like the emotions behind it. And after that, I also want to find out how he does his trade, right? So if that is something that you want, make sure you watch until the end. So Rash, 
let's get back right into the thick of it. Yes. What was your biggest loss ever? Woof. Okay. Let me share this story, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle down, sit down, get ready for a story time. Story time. Let's go. There was this one stock that I was trading, right? They were selling options on. Okay, so just to make it very simple, selling options, collecting premium of it for a very, very long time. And this particular stock, guys, it didn't make money once, not mm. twice, but it made me money month after month after month after month after month. Mm. After month after month after month. Now, this was nearly about a good 10 months of just milking this, this particular stock, collecting thousands of dollars in premiums every month from this particular stock. Mm. What happens when that happens is that you build a level of... Complacency? Complacency. You build a level of... Hey, you've never failed me, ma. Mm. So why should you fail me this time? I see. Right? So I was very, very excited. I got a lot of people, you know, sharing. I shared this with a lot of people because a lot of people did benefit as well, which is great. But I just carried on, right, all the way through. And there's a saying, you know, by Mike Tyson, which I love, which is, uh, you know, everything's well and good. Yeah, until you get punched uh, in the face. Until you get I'm getting 10 out, 10 out of my feet in the blanks today, my guy. Everything's a party and then you get punched in the face, right? So I still remember, you know, one day, and stock was trading about $90, right? And very simply, it follows the S&P, right? It follows the mm. S&P, always goes up, right? So my thesis was very, very simply, okay? Even though if it drops or so, you know, 10% drops, some drop 20%, it should be okay, right? Like, you know, again, our selling puts far out of the money, Right? And if it drops, it drops marginally, so I'm pretty much okay. Right? Mm. So I woke up, and then I literally saw 200 messages. I was like, what is happening? Right? 200 messages, why is my phone blasting and going off non-stop? Mm. Open the message, I was like, hey, Vash, do you see this stock? Vash, have you, have you seen this stock? And I was like, what's happening? Cannot be. Right? So I woke up, opened my eyes, and then I saw that that stock went from $90 to like $9. Oh. Right. Overnight, no. Like, it was $90, $9. Then I was like, cannot be lah, right? Mm. Must be some... Uh, technical error. Technical error lah. Must oh. Just refresh the page lah, right? I refresh the page. Bro! $9, bro! I was like, what the f... <laughs> cannot be lah. Yeah. How, how can? Like, what now? Eh, always going up. Even if you drop also, like, the market didn't drop like as much. How come? What, what happened? Mm. Right? So basically, there was this freak market event that happened where VIX, okay, I don't want to go into the details, but some freak market event that happened and the entire glitch happened with regards to the particular stock and it just collapsed. And ev like, you know, it collapsed, stock losses, everything not triggered, like it just yeah. went all the way down. Dude, it was crazy, man. And I was like, holy shit, right? That liquidated a good six figures, right? Over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? I was 25, 24, 25 years old, right? Dude, I tell you, I was, I was sick. My stomach, I couldn't take it, bro. I, I really, I opened up, I was like, holy, like I got scared, bro. I was like, shit, right? Like my stomach churned, I, 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 I went back to sleep, hoping that it would be a dream. Seriously, as in, I have this bad habit. Like, whenever problems happen, I go to sleep. <laughs> I went to sleep, bro, because I was scared, dude. Escape, then wake up. Eh? Actually, that was a, that didn't happen. Oh, maybe it did happen. Right? <laughs> I go to sleep, let's see. 
oh, I, I cannot sleep, right? I wake up, it was real, dude. You know, a whole bunch was gone. I was like, bro, this was years and years and years of work, right? Years and years of my saving, of my compounding, all that was gone in one day. 25 years of age, overnight you lost 150,000. Yes. Very, very painful. I still remember, man, I went downstairs, I was talking to my dad girlfriend, I was like explaining and I was saying, I, you know, like this happened, how, right? Wow, it was damn tough, right? It was very, very, very tough. Mm. And, and again, and I think the worst part was mm. uh, just to share very openly, right? And this is a responsibility to take as a leader as well, right? There were people who also, you know, were following and everything, yeah. who also lost and who didn't know what to do. So they messaged me what to do. I said, what to do? You cannot do anything. Right, there's nothing to do, it's a loss. You cannot like, you know, what, what do I do? There's nothing, what could I do? I, there's not, you cannot, you, mm. you, you stop loss, all useless, right? You have to take the loss and move on. Yeah. Well, I tell you, he was, well, I share this and, you know, all his feelings come back, but it was quite tough, la, right? It was very, very tough. And again, uh, am I to be blamed for it? No, la, right? Like mm. things like this can happen in the markets, right? Like, oh, how come you recommend it? Like, dude, it was working, right? The entire thing was working until it didn't. Mm. Right, so I always so what was the learning lessons from it? Huh? Your strategy will work until it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that I want to share. Your strategy will work until it doesn't, right? Yeah. It will work until it doesn't, right? And you must always understand your maximum risk yeah. when you're doing this. When you're doing when you're executing something. If shit hits the fan, and one day it will. What's the worst that can happen? And if you can stomach it, then it's okay. Mm. Right? So yeah, sure, you have to take your risk to get, you got to risk it for the biscuit, right? And this is what you got to do. But look, you really have to understand, right? That, you know, if you take that risk, you know, if shit really hits the fan, are you able to take it? Mm. Right? Very, very, very important, right? Like, you know, super, super important. So again, this is something that I, I, I learned, right? Mm. Like, you know, again, never be too complacent. People say, ah, yeah, Bitcoin cannot go down to 18,000 again. You sure or not? Right? Bitcoin cannot go down 18,000, you sure? Mm. Maybe you go to zero, can it happen? Sure. There's always a possibility. There's a 1% chance, guess what? The 1% chance can happen. Mm. Right? So, you know, it wasn't just, it didn't just happen to me. I've seen many, many other, you know, traders out there who, you know, have four years, five years of compounded gains. Gone because of one stupid mistake one time, you know, market gas, a crazy thing, everything gone, for example. Yeah. Right? Why? Because their strategy, whatever, doesn't take into account that 1% chance. And if that 1% chance event happens, that one black swan event happens, finish, gone. Right? And, and this is what happened to many people in uh, 1997, 2008. Yeah, those right? crisis. During right? the major crisis, during what we call black swan events. Yeah. So you got to ask yourself, you know, if there happens to be a black swan event, you never know when it's coming. The thing about black swans is that you do know. You don't know when it's coming. And if it does happen, then can you take it? Were you, were you, were you prepared to take it when that happened to you? So I share you what happened. And again, not everybody can say this, but I can I share this, right? Because you know, I cried, I was literally tearing, right? Then my then girlfriend told me this one thing, she told me, it's okay, I can make back one. Right? It's okay, you know, we lose money, we earn back one. Right? You can earn back one. Money go, money can come back. Right? There are some things in life that it goes, it cannot come back. Wow, the mindset of the then girlfriend is yes. another level. Today, wife. 
Uh, okay, so I I don't know. So rather clarify. Okay, so today one, no wonder become wife. Right, <laughs> no, the mindset is like wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but really, uh, really. She, she she just said right, like money go. Guess what? You know, can yeah. earn back one right? Earn back right. And again, this is in context with me lah, right? Yeah. I was twenty five. True, right? If I was seventy five, maybe different story, right? Mm. But twenty five, money go, money can come back. And it's true, what, bro. Yeah. And again, in the second line that I just said just now, it's very, very important. Yeah. But some other things go, it may never come back. So true, man. So true. I mean, you know, your health goes, your partner goes, you know, dude, don't f up. Don't, don't mess up the more important things. Money goes, it's okay, one, bro. It can always come back. Yeah. Right? Very, very, very important. So she told me that, and I was like, you know, I, I gave myself one day to mourn. Yeah. Some, some things in life are. Uh, uh, one shot, right? Yes. It, once, it, once, it's, once it's gone, you can never get back. But yes. money is definitely not one of those. Yes. You can always get money back. Absolutely. It's yeah. important. It's one of the most important oxygen. But you understand is one thing. It's always abundant. Yeah. Oxy money is like oxygen. It's, it's very, very, very important. And it's abundant, right? Yeah. If it goes, don't worry. You know, there's never like not enough. <gasps> get out of brief. It's always money <laughs> around, right? Like it's always abundant. So you can always get back, right? So, okay. you know, I, I, I took one day to, you know, feel sorry for myself, feel whatever nonsense that I felt for myself. Then I woke up. The next day I told myself, you know what? What can I do to make it back? That's so amazing. This is, uh, reminds me of of comedian roof. I think within the I'm not a comedian right but I heard this from Dr. Jason Leong mm. a Malaysian comedian he mm. said that all comedians actually have this rule called the 11am rule mm. right so if they screw up a gig like, you know comedians they like to go for stand up gigs mm. they will perform and to put it broadly if they screw up that night right they will feel bad you know they were like oh man I screwed up the show people were jeering me this is a bad feeling uh, it sucks you know da 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 so they'll say this 11am rules will allow them to feel sorry for themselves for that night. Right? You can feel sorry for themselves, they can go back and curse and swear and be upset and cry and whatever they eat. But the next day at 11am, when they wake up, it's like, it's a brand new day, I'm going to make a new show, I'm going to make it better, I'm going to perform even better tonight. And that's, you know... Absolutely. I find it so relatable to what you are sharing. That's why Jason Leung is so, so successful. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's one of the best in what he does, right? But it's so true, right? You know, you, again, you know, you can knock a man down, you can knock me down, but you can never knock me out. Yeah. You okay. So, so, Resh, I mean, given that story, right, you also did mention a little bit about, you know, uh, I would say that relates to me as a new trader as I was listening to that story. It, it illustrates how important to me to perhaps have some form of a risk management of strategies in case of such you know, black, black swan, swan event. So, you know, uh, given your years of experience trading in all these different instruments, derivatives, like what are some of these key uh, risk management strategies that perhaps you could share with people watching this? Okay, of, of course, right? So. Again, right? Um, when I when I share this, it really depends on which stage of life you're at, mm. right? Really, really, it depends on which stage. Because if you're starting out with a smaller portfolio versus somebody who is more established, right? It's going to be different. Yeah, right? it's going to be completely different, right? Like you know, let's say for example, I say, oh, don't risk more than one percent of your trade. For example, mm. you know that kind of rule. If you only have five hundred dollar, bro, it doesn't apply. It doesn't apply to you, right? But I'll share some broad, some broad mm. things, right? Some broad things, okay. If you're investing in instruments that uh, are higher risk assets, right, are higher risk assets, and uh, you know what they, what they are, right? 
if you are using options, if you are trading on forex, on using using leverage, and you know if you are trading, let's say you know crypto on futures, for example, I always understand that these instruments you don't go and put like fifty percent of your entire investable income, for example. Mm. You know, use a smaller portion, right? So like for myself, I am very very clear. All my students know this. You know, my allocation to crypto is about thirty percent of my investable my my investable oh, amount funds, of money, okay. right? That's where thirty percent is, right? I put more money towards, uh, I see. I put a, a, a larger amount of money towards uh, properties that I invest in, mm. right? Uh, index funds that I buy, mm. right? Uh, good solid blue chip stocks that I have, right? Which I don't intend to sell. I aim to keep them for my son. Right, these kind of things I actually allocate more of my resources into, mm. right? But of course, I'm at a level of my life where I'm able to uh, do that, lah, right? Because mm. you know I can structure properly, right? So again, if you are somebody who maybe is in your forties, fifties, or whatever, you do have that pot, right? You have a hundred thousand dollars, for example. Then look, you know, if you have a hundred thousand, then thirty thousand you put in there, mm. right? And then you got to separate accordingly. Okay. Mm. If you are younger, yeah. If you are in your twenties watching this, and maybe you got five grand. Mm. Right then, the the very very simple thing is this: look, you have got to uh, risk it for the biscuit, right? Mm. You've got to adopt the mindset of you know I I'm going to go all into something that is uh, you know that can help you to really multiply, okay? But again, once you have multiplied it, don't just you take it out and reinvest it in other things that are safer. Mm. You see what I'm saying, right? So if you manage to grow the five k twenty k for example, take out some of the money, you know, reinvest it in something that is mm. you know that will take risk off the table, that will give you long term gains for sure, one. Mm. You see, what I'm saying, yeah. right? You build I mean, it up long term, lah, right? So you know, I have a friend, you know, who I I love, uh, Eddie, right? He was on the show Eddie, last yeah. time as well, right? He he talks about you know build building that uh, retirement nest egg, his dream fund. Yeah, he's he's, he's he calls it his nest egg, right? Yeah. He's he's golden goose. Yeah, and he talks about you know you can watch this episode and he talks about golden goose and essentially if you invest in you know solid, uh, very very good funds, you know can give you a good uh, growth of ten to twelve percent, for example. Again, mm. you know non you know again. Uh, non non financial, financial advice, advice, you know, not recommended to buy or sell. Please exercise your own due diligence. Right? It's going right. to be a disclaimer somewhere yes, up yes, here. Yes. But very simply, <laughs> if you can do that, right? And again, it's a it's a accredited fund and whatever else. If you can go and put your money aside there, you know, you build it up to a sum over the years. If you can yeah. save into that over the years, you know, you build it up to five hundred thousand, a million dollars, for example, mm. over time, mm. bro, they can pay you money that will pay you up for the rest of your life, right? Rest of your life, right? Then you literally sit down, close eye every month and get. Five thousand, ten thousand dollars, for example. That's what you want. Then you're mm. completely financially free. The goal is not to trade forever. The goal is to make sure that you know you build it up. You build again. Ah, this is very, very important. Ah, so I talk about trading, but honestly, the goal is not to trade forever. The goal is to make the money from trading so you can put it in asset classes mm. that will pay you passively for the rest of your life. Work actively to create multiple streams of passive income. Right, very, very important. Yeah. Passive income. You know, rentals, dividends. These are the kind of things. Trading is active income. Mm. Trading is active income. Ah, huh? you still need to work actively. You yeah. still need to have brains, right? Yeah. But the investments that you can put in, which don't need brain, it will just come, mm. right? So that's what we want to allocate sums into that will literally set you free. Mm. Set you free. So, so on this note, right? I, I'm not sure if this might be a little bit too sensitive to declare. Sure. But you did mention that you know you have. Thirty percent, right, yeah. uh, of your investable funds into crypto right now. Yes, yes, yes. Can you divulge the rest of the seventy percent clearly? 
Is that right. something that we could... Uh, Rest of any... Yeah. Uh, so, like, so 70% uh, is like maybe 30% is in properties? Oh, like okay, okay, no, no, is no, no, that no. something that we can talk about? Sure, sure, sure. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Of course. As in, obviously, the vast majority will be in properties like, because it's a, it's a much bigger quantum. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a much bigger quantum. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just properties. more expensive. Right? It's just more expensive. <laughs> That's why it's more, right? So, yeah. like, you know, you want to buy a couple of million dollars. So, obviously, it's, uh, you know, I would say, you know, 50% of that would be in, like, uh, in, in, in properties. Okay. Uh, currently, right now, just to be very, very upfront, I have almost an equal sum in crypto and stocks, right? Generally, it's a lot more in stocks, but as of now, uh, because of the season in time in crypto, you know, I've deleveraged and, you know, taken some out uh, from my stock portfolio to really, uh, you know, get in to mm. ride the wave. Again, another lesson I want to share is because, look, there are times and seasons for everything. Yep. There's a season in time where, you know, uh, prices of certain asset classes will move. Yeah. You must understand that. As a trader, you must understand seasons and when you can understand seasons, you make a lot of money. The season right now, as in has of this video recording, yeah. is crypto season. Right, right now, prices are exploding, uh, they're growing exponentially. You get involved, you make money. As in, you know, if you know what you're doing, you'll make money. So trading is that tool in one of the, one of the many tools in the toolbox that we can have yes. to generate the passive income. Absolutely. And right now, as of January 2024, mm -hmm. you, do that, you think that this tool mm. is best to be used on crypto. Yes. That's the really, season really. for now. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Can I talk about my biggest win? Of course, I'm gonna ask you that actually. So now that we talk about like, your your yes. biggest loss, yes. we talk about like you know what is the, the the risk management and everything. Then let's talk about your biggest win, man. I also want to know you lost 150k in one night. Hmm. Then what's the next thing that's gonna come? What's the biggest win? Shit, man. <laughs> it happens to be ten times bigger. <laughs> Money is in abundance, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's, that's the story right there. But, 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 what's, but, the, what's the win? 2020, COVID, right? So. The gains that I made during COVID in the financial markets, and again, I started in 2013. Yeah. Right? Exact year I started investing was in 2013, right? But that one year's gains in the financial markets was equivalent to the seven years combined, bro. 2020, 2021, that the gain yes, was, was more. It was more than the seven years. And, and again, the seven years, I was very profitable, right? Doing a very good... 30 to 40 percent compounding of my money every year, but that period of time, that one year was more than all of that combined. Freaking insane, right? And again, how did uh, that happen? Yeah, because yeah. very simply, it was a very very interesting situation where after COVID, after everything locked down, after yeah. everything was shut down, uh, you know, the government started printing printing trillions of dollars. Yeah. There was uh, helicopter money being released. They call it helicopter money, where money was just being poured and thrown down everywhere. Because of QE, right? Yeah, because of yeah. QE, yeah. and you know, governments were just pouring money and everything. And honestly speaking, like, bro, things just went crazy, right? Ethereum went from eighty dollars to four thousand dollars. Bro, how much gain is that? Right? Yeah. Like my crypto portfolio went twenty x. My options just printed money, made me millions of dollars. I invested. You know, people were following me. You know, one of my biggest wins was. Uh, you know, company. Uh, I invested in oil. Oil, a period yeah. of time went negative. Negative, yeah. Right, it was trading at dollars, one two dollars, bro. I I started loading up so much oil. I made crazy amounts of money from oil, from payment companies, from companies like C Limited. Just went nuts, right? It, you know, literally, I was seeing the money. I was like, holy crap, man! Right, I was so excited, and a lot of people were following me at the time. Made a lot of money as well. But I made a very very good move. So prices going up, I was investing in Bitcoin, I was investing in Ethereum, you know, prices went up like crazy, right? And I was like, oh, I was so excited, I was on this hype train, right? 
And I remember my wife told me, uh, take out the money. <laughs> I was like, this woman don't know what she's talking about. Never invest. Never advise me. Hello, you know who I am? Not? <laughs> whoa, whoa. She, said, she said, take out the money. She said, you sell. Hey, hello, one now. I can easily grow my money. Now double, you know. Yeah. Probably look at the way things are going. Probably double, you know, easily can make. Keep quiet. She said, take out the money now. Bopian. Happy wife, happy life. Must listen, ma. Mm. Right, so she wanted me to take out the money to essentially invest in a property, right? To go and buy a house, right? And, you know, wanted to go and buy a $3 million house, right? So, Bopian, right? So, again, I take out a good amount, a very, very good chunk, because as you can imagine, the down payments, uh, you know, stamp duty and everything was in the millions of dollars. So, I take out everything and look, I look at my trading account and I was like, bloody hell, I feel like a popper again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> High figures, nothing, nothing much left. I take out the vast majority and put in a house. Then I was like, yeah, waste time lah. What house? What can you do? Uh, give me what? Uh, make me a thousand. So I can make back so fast, you know. I waste my time, right? So I, I basically did that, um, you know, which I was very, very upset about. <laughs> but it was very interesting because <laughs> a couple of months after that, okay, everything crashed, bro. <laughs> everything crashed. When cryptos crash, the stocks went from here, pam, it dropped. 2021, you know, essentially, as a 2022, right? What happened was, you know, the Russia-Ukraine war happened, yeah. inflation happened, dude, things just went down. You know, I was putting money in stable coins, in, you know, hodl not, you know, interest earning accounts. Yeah. Bro, everything crashed, bro. Freaking landmine, right? Which I got affected by, I lost money again. Yeah. But the vast majority of money Again in the house. Was in the house. Was in the house. And that house appreciated more than $1 million. <laughs> that house appreciated more than $1 million. So again, guys, what's the lesson behind that? Listen to your wife. Marry the right woman. <laughs> <laughs> you got to marry the right woman. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You got to marry... Wallah, I tell you, I thank God for my wife. right? Because I tell you, if I was left to my own devices, that would have been my biggest losses. I would have lost millions of dollars. Like, for real. right? But I had the sense to... <laughs> Uh, you know, now looking back, like, it was the correct move, right? So, you know, she helped me with my biggest loss and she helped me with my biggest win. Marry the right woman, guys. Very important. I cannot stress enough, right? <laughs> Listen to your wife. There's a reason why they tell you that. Sometimes guys, <laughs> uh, you get too emotional, right? So the wife beat some sense into you. So anyways, you know, just, just to clarify, though, the wife didn't... Anyways, right, so she, she, she gave me some sensing. But again, you know what's my learning lesson? My yeah. learning lesson was very simply um, make money in paper, keep in heart. Paper assets can help your money fly, but if you don't pull them back, they will fly away. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Huh? Paper assets can help you make your money fly, but if you don't hold, they will fly away. So you hold and keep in hard assets. Hard mm. assets being you know, ground, property, you know, businesses, for example, hard assets, that, that is where you keep and, you know, you're able to keep your money. Lah, right? See. Very, very, very important, right? So uh, that's one of the lessons. So again, you know, I still actively invest, obviously, you know, I invest, you know, millions right now in paper assets, but very simply, right now, you know, in the next wave where I make the next spot of millions of dollars from crypto in the next coming 12 months, uh, a lot of that will be taken out to invest in hard assets, mm. right? Very, very, very important. Right, and of course, you know one of the things that is very very important, right, in terms of investing. Yeah. Again, this doesn't apply to everybody, lah. Right. But if you do have your own business, if there are things that you can control, invest in those things. Mm. Right. Because again, with the markets, there's a lot of things you cannot control. 
True or not? Yeah. A lot of things we cannot control. There's only... Like you said, the loss, the war, we could not control the you, war. We cannot we control, control the war. COVID. The only thing you control right. is your risk, right? Honestly, yeah. there's jack shit that you can control, right? But the most important thing to invest in, really, really, right, is uh, in yourself, right? The biggest risk management that you can do is to make sure that you're risk and recession-proof. Mm. That's the biggest investment you can do, to make yourself recession-proof. Absolutely. Right, so I always believe in that. Right, every every year, you know me. I invest so much money in myself. Why? Because I want to make myself more and more, you know, resilient. Because I always tell my students this, right? Even if I lose everything, yeah. Even if I lose, and touch wood, I don't, right? Mm-hmm. But even if I lose everything, as long as I have my skill set and I have my mindset, I can make back everything again. Absolutely. You need to have that skill set and you need to have the right mindset. If you have that, yeah, you're good to go, bro. I put you yeah. in whichever country and drop it in Timbuktu, you can still make money, bro. Absolutely. Because 100%. we have the skill set with the mindset, we can just... Bro, do, do, you can do yeah. whatever, right? Fly a plane in under... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do so many things. But again, he won't starve. Why? Because he has that skill set. Right? Yeah. With that mindset, you can live forever, right? So again, it's, that's the most important thing. right? Don't just be speculating on assets and whatever and hoping, right? Build yourself up, right? When you build that up, then you will remain... You don't have to worry, lah. Mm. Right about money ever again. All right, man. So that's it, guys. You win. You heard about the biggest wins. You know, you heard about the biggest loss as well. And before we really conclude this episode per se, now um, I'm sitting across you today. I want to put myself in this shoe again of like, a new trader, right? So I look across you, wow, and millions of dollar invested trader. And if I, I'm not sure if there's going to be an answer to this, right? But if I do look at you like right now, Rash, when you look at a stock or a, a crypto, right? What goes, how do you even analyze or think? What's your top process on like, this is something that is worth investing or not? Yeah, is there something that you could share very concretely to the audience? Like what your top process is? Ah. Wow, this is very broad, eh, bro. Stocks, crypto, which one are you talking about, bro? Okay, okay. <laughs> For the purpose of the, the audience that we, we have right now, like, okay. let's, let's talk about crypto then. Sure. Yeah. How do I assess? Let's say, for example, you show me something. Is right. it a coin? Coin X, right? Okay. I show you Coin X. We look at okay. the charts, and then you look at it. Okay. And then so you very, very simple. This okay, is, very, very yeah. simple. So again, uh, it depends on whether uh, we have we are putting on. There's two caps, right? Mm. There's an investor cap, and there's a trader cap. Investor cap and trader cap. Okay. Two different things, huh? What is trading? Trading is um, entering, exiting with a whatever, right? Yeah. Certain time frame. Investor is I wanna. I see it's oh, a good potential long. investment. Yeah. I want to invest for the long term. So if it's a trader cap that I'm putting on, I'm very simply looking at the technical indicators. Technical indicators. Te- looking at technical indicators. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, if I want to you know, long it, for example, I'm analyzing, hey, is this a long trend? Mm. Right? I'm buying whenever it comes to retracement. So everything they've taught you guys, right? Like, you know, whether it comes down to a good retracement level, for example, whether there's a bullish momentum that's happening, then I ride it. Mm. Right? And very, very importantly, as I gain profits, for example, I make sure I protect my profits. I move my stop losses and all these things, right? So the basic principles apply in trading, okay? With regards to investing, whether I want to invest in the particular, like invest long-term, then I'll be doing a lot more due diligence, right? What do I mean due diligence? Yeah, what, what, do do mean right? what do I do? What do I do? I immediately go on to CoinMarketCap. Okay, there's this website called CoinMarketCap.com. I'll put down the ticker symbol thing, right? So mm. let's just say, for example, it is a particular crypto. Yeah. Right, I'll put it down. Right, If you go down, you'll see all the information that you need. The company's websites, the investors, and all these things. So I'll click, I'll go to their websites. I will go and read about what they're doing. Who are their backers? 
Who are people who are investing in them? Are they big notable names? Are they the biggest capital venture funds that are backing them? Are they, you know, what are they about? Right? Mm. I will go onto YouTube, which is one of the best resources. Right? Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because it's one of the best resources as well. <laughs> right? I'll go, exactly. to, I'll go to YouTube. Right? And what will I do in YouTube? I will very simply go and um, I mean, search it. It's in search yeah. for the company, right? Search for the founder. Like, are there interviews that he's done? Right? Why is he done recently? Has he appeared on CNBC recently? Right? I'll go and search up all these interviews and all these stories, right? And go and search up on you know uh, influencers, social media people who are talking about the talking about the, the coin, the coin, or the token, yeah. right? So I will listen to all this information about you know whether it's good, whether it's not good, right? The pros and cons, and I'll form a decision and a thesis based on that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, another very good source to actually go and study and read about the threads, as in if you are a reader, not a listener or video watcher, is to go on to Twitter. And what I'll do is I'll put a dollar sign, I'll put a dollar sign with the ticker symbol of it. Mm. Right? So let's say, for example, I'm talking about this coin, this coin which is MOVR, right? Non-financial yeah. advice, right? But I'll go and type in dollar sign MOVR and I'll put it on Twitter. Or X, sorry. Tweets, yeah. yeah, so uh, it's X, sorry, X.com. I put it there <laughs> and all these tweets will come up. Sorry, right? Elon, show us some love, yeah? I like our video. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I, will, I will just do that and immediately I'll get everything. So I'll, I'll go and read all these different theses and what's happening and, you know, whether, this, uh, whether there is, uh, you know, significant movements, for example, and I'll go from there. And uh, with regards to crypto, actually a very, very good place where you see a lot of people hidden and a lot of, if you, if you, if you have the time to deep, di uh, deep dive deep enough, dive, yeah. right, if you have enough time to deep dive enough, uh, treasure troves will be found in uh, many of the company's uh, discords. And that's where uh, crypto uh, hides, yeah. in Discord and Twitter, right? So go on to the discords, right, then go and dig information. Right, so that's what I will do. So I'll do that thorough analysis to actually go and dig deeper, find out, and you know, if it's good, then I'll enter. All right, so yeah. that is the top process coming from someone who is trading millions and millions of dollars. And I just wanted to uh, have Rash share this because I think it's oftentimes like, people will be asking questions like, you know, what should I be doing? You know, how does he even think about whether he's going to pull out his trading cap or his investor cap and what should we do? I think a lot of his top processes Right, a lot of the websites, you know, and how we actually look at the fundamentals of the coins has been shared today. So, do with the information what you might want to do with it. Uh, again, non-financial advice, but I think this is something that we just wanted you to be able to really uh, bring yourself up to the next level in terms of trading and investing. Now, as we conclude this episode, this wasn't planned or announced or anything, but I want to do something really, really fun, right? What's it? Refresh, right? So I want to do something with you. Right, and this is going to be a quick fire segment. Let's go. Right, quick fire. No need to give explanation. Okay. I'm going to ask some weird, funny questions. Okay. And you just have to choose the answer, right? Sure. Okay, so let's just start off with something simple. Coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. Okay. Right. Uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum? Uh, Ethereum. Ethereum. Okay. Uh, Ferrari or Maserati? Ferrari. <laughs> Okay, right. Uh, gymming or movies? Gymming for sure. I uh, think yeah, that one very obvious. Huh? That one is a give question. Huh? Now, now come the harder one, huh? more difficult one, okay? Wife or son? Oh, jealous. Okay, quick fire, quick fire. My wife, wife. <laughs> my wife. Yeah, actually, the moral of the lesson of the whole show is uh, the wife is the most important asset ever. Wife. Okay, wife. Okay, wife. Okay. Now, um, a million dollars or. Or a trip to the to, to the moon. A million dollars. 
A million dollars. Okay. Uh, what, what else can we ask? Huh? What else can we ask? Uh, chocolate tail or chicken rice? Chicken rice. Chicken rice. Right? Chicken, chicken breast, bro. Chicken breast is life. Okay, chicken breast is life. Okay. Alright. Um, what else can we ask about? What can we ask about uh, Russia? Okay. Uh, Asia or Europe? Um, Asia. Okay, stocks or crypto? Crypto. Crypto now. Is it because of season? I'm just curious. Or is it just... Exciting, right? bro. Exciting. I, I live for the excitement. <laughs> you live for the excitement. Okay. Uh, what else can we add? Uh, let me think. Hey, audience, any other things that we want to quick fire? Right. Arsenal or menu? Right. Menu lah! Uh, yeah, Arsenal <laughs> menu, yeah. <laughs> for info, our, uh, one of our camera crew, one of our crew is already Arsenal shirt, right? Okay. Uh, maybe I can ask this, huh? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi? <laughs> Ronaldo! Ronaldo, Sue! <laughs> okay, uh, okay like maybe just a, a quick answer, right? Not, not quick fire per se, right? If, if, I have, if you have $1,000, what will you do? If I have $1,000, right. what will you do? If, if you only have $1,000 left, what will you do with it? I will use it to start a business. You use it to start a business? Yes. Okay, let's bring bump up the number a little bit. If you have $10,000 left, what will you do with it? $10,000 left, what would I do with it? Uh? I would donate some amount to charity. I think that's the first thing I'll do. Okay. I'll use a good half of a portion to start a business and the remaining half to invest. Okay, awesome, awesome. Right, so if one day your wife tells you to, right, put down everything right now, right, and retire, yes or no? No. No. Must always listen to wife, bro. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Right, remember. Okay, that's the, always the key. <laughs> okay, if not, I think uh, we have a lot of fun with our fresh today. I was run out of questions to ask you. But if you have any quick fire questions, right, for the next round where I can ask fresh, right, comment down below. Uh, let us know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe to this video. And more importantly, turn on the notification bell because we are planning to do a lot more educational videos to really educate you to bring it to the next level. Right, so if you enjoyed this video, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, comment down below and let us know what you have learned best today, apart from the advice that happy life equals to happy wife. Right? If not, ladies and gentlemen, this is the, another exciting episode of Modern Wealth Podcast. We will see you at the next one. Bye-bye. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, today we have actually went through a lot of very interesting, you know, mindset, you know, how you manage money, the biggest win, biggest losses, and of course the biggest lesson of all, happy wife, happy life, and all, of, all this amazing, amazing stuff, right? And at the very beginning of the show, we did mention that we're going to have a special giveaway, right? So what we want to do right now is this, ladies and gentlemen, as you are watching this, I want you all to actually type down below what is your one key takeaway from all the many things that we have shared today, all the things that Rash has talked about, what is the biggest right, lesson that you have that you feel has impacted you the most. Type it down below and what we're going to do in the next episode is that we're going to be announcing, right, who might have win a special prize from us. We're going to be contacting you if you're the winner and be giving you some free crypto, okay? So comment down below what's the key lessons, right, that Rash has shared that resonated with you the most and we will see you at the next episode.